watch the video of the telenoid? No, no. no. Where's the video? Uh, we got to do our uh, reader trailer. <laughs> oh, right. I gotta We're all still recording, right? I see you've found the F-Plus podcast. It might be a terrible place, but there are terrible things, and they're read with enthusiasm. Our speakers for this evening will be Boots Rain Gear. Our system, Babbage Cabbage, aims to promote empathy toward the information by coupling important, envir- <laughs> important environmental information and the output media by relating these issues to the color-changing properties of living red cabbage. Kumquats up! Conceptually invisible sculptures are referring to the antimatter-matter asymmetry, creating a space where antimatter meets matter and annihilate into energy. As such, in the project Invisible Sculptures, we are trying to augment perception and move it from dominantly semiotic to more heuristic and to open space for new realties and qualities of meanings. (laughs) His name is Lou and he reads the internet for you. This is Lou Fernandez. We present Lokahi a soft interactive wearable device which aims to promote a pleasant, intimate closeness sensation between two people. Its shape is designed to encourage hugging, while the embedded electronics through pulsating colored lights lets the user visualize their own heartbeats so they are aware of each other's current emotional state. And Lemon. Since technologies are never neutral, the question of how we will be affected by their introduction becomes essential. In this work, we will show how they will allow human beings to have sexual intercourse with every object around them. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not doing that Come already. Here. Come here! Get over here! Where are you going? Come back! It's like Katamari, but fuck it. <laughs> I've been promoting the idea of a fleshlight slot in random things <laughs> so that people can just go to town on a tree mm, a yeah. bench a war memorial whatever Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Lou, I got boots, I got kumquats up. Are you all interested in new and exciting technologies? Boy, am I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I yeah. watch that all always, those That always turns out well. Shows about technology. <laughs> I watch them. Yeah, yeah. I think in the history of this podcast, we've found out that new and exciting technologies very much go um, around people's dicks. <laughs> Where <laughs> else are inside go? them? Not that that's going to be a spoiler or anything. <laughs> um, uh, so today, um, I want to bring you uh, a document uh, provided to us uh, by a fella by the name of Lemon. Um, oh, yeah! Thank wow. you, that thank you very know? much, Lemon, out there listening. <laughs> yeah, long time, hey, yeah. long time listener, first time submitter, <laughs> <laughs> first time in many years. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, so I found. Um, a while ago, um, this site uh, for a conference called ACE. Uh, ACE, in this particular case, stands for um, Advances in Computer Entertainment Technology. Um, so it is a um, 
you know, a, uh, a they held it once a year at different places. It moves it moves locations every year. Um, <laughs> and uh, Ace 2018 um, was going to be the 15th uh, conference, the 15th Ace conference. Now, um, now, my understanding is that this is more of a uh, this is more of an academic conference than a like a consumer. Product oh yes, conference. yes, absolutely. Uh, these are just uh, these are just uh, academics. These are um, uh, free thinkers. Um, you know, people that have thought experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and sometimes, uh, fund money. <laughs> exactly. And, um, so we're going to go, like to, we're going to go here to the, uh, ACE 2018 site and you're going to, uh, see a picture of black block. Um, and, uh, the only reason why black block, <laughs> um, is the hero image is that two months ago, that hero image was Nazis burning books. Uh, if you see that in the Wayback Machine, Nazis burning books used to be their image. Now it's black block. Um, yeah, so uh, Lou, if you just take that uh, homepage right there, um, I just like to learn a little bit about Ace 2018. Can we learn something about that, please? Uh, you just want the closure of conference? Oh, I just want to learn something about the conference. That's all. Yeah, we're just, we we went to the page. We want to know about the conference. Yeah. What's yeah. happening there? Well, what's here we the, are what on we the homepage. Just tell me what's happening on the, the homepage. During the Advances in Computer Entertainment Technology Conference. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the ACE 2018, the 15th International Conference on Advances in Computer Entertainment Technology, becomes the first academic computer science conference in history to be shut down by fanatic, left-wing, anti-free speech protests. Oh, dear. (laughs) In a tragic moment in the history of human civilization and the trampling of academic free speech, an academic conference, ACE 2018, the 15th International Conference on Advances in Computer Entertainment Technology, which was to have been held at the University of Montana, USA, has been forced Mm. to shut down by anti-free speech groups comprising of mainly <laughs> academic fr- researchers who have been acting in a fascistic manner. Yeah, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The anti-free... Yep. The let's, anti-free... Let's, let's hear them out, Lemon, okay. who's hearing this for the first yeah. time. I'm hearing this for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should hear you out. The, free, the anti-free speech, quote-unquote, fascist-style mob <laughs> have been led by Yoram Chisik of Universidade de Madeira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> de Madeira, Leif Opperman, Fraunhofer Institute of Applied Information Technology, FIT, and Joseph A. Brown, Inopolis University. Their vicious anti-free vendetta started off with a hate-filled anti-Zionist attack against Dr. <laughs> David Levy. Okay. All right. So now they're now they're anti-Zionist too. Okay, great. Sure. Uh the ACE steering committee member. Next, they attacked the ACE 2018 keynote speaker, Mr. St- Stephen K. Banning. Yay! <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> On what uh... grounds? On what grounds? <laughs> Let's see. There's a lot of names here. But yeah, then you it says uh, those, no. you the words names. they were using their email and their social yeah. postings about ACE committee members and the ACE. 2018 keynote speaker include sicko, child abuser, tool, As in pedophiles, pedoe files, child rapists, into mushy peas. Yes, <laughs> uh, fraudsters, scammers, criminals, horseshit, monkey, prick, 
Nigerian 419 scammer, Droof trafficker, pig, twat, scumbag, six millimeter nano penis, con man, <laughs> fraudster again, m- uh, monster, creepy hag, criminal, etc. <laughs> That's where you add the etc. Um, there were also significant racist attacks on our esteemed committee members, Prince Anekwale Ojomo. A highly qualified World Economic Formal Global Leader and awardee of the highly prestigious U.S. President Volunteer Service Gold Award, simply because he is an African and Nigerian. Uh, uh, Th- those things are the same. Um, uh, the anti-free speech group is hostile to the idea of free speech at academic conferences. Mm. They are hostile to the entire foundation of Western civilization. <laughs> uh, and, and then the next sentence. <laughs> Ancient Greeks were pioneers of free speech in Western culture. Yeah. Their literature uh, and education, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ancient Greeks. So the, yeah. so the ancient Greeks expanded West. Out of, out of the horse's butthole. <laughs> uh, so you want me to read this however thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take however. However, however the ACE committee will not back down to the angry anti-free speech mobsters Although most, although almost all papers were withdrawn because the mobsters mentally violently bullied the authors with threats and black emails and social media posts. (laughs) Black emails. What? You know that commonly used. Yeah, when I want to, when I want to threaten people, I turn Gmail into night mode. Whoa. It's it's an option in Office 365 now. You can flag it as important or as in threatening. Oh, it says, this is important. We will still carry on with our keynote speech by Mr. Stephen K. Banning. Uh-huh. We will carry on in, in an academic free speech forum and debate with our keynote speaker, Speaker Mr. Banning, in the true sense of the Athenian Forum. Uh-huh. We will never, never let ourselves become burned like Nazi anti-free speech book burning. What? Oh, it's a metaphor. It's That's a right. metaphor with a metaphor on top of it. Metaphorical book burning, and then metaphorically, we are the metaphorical books being burned. <laughs> uh, we, oh, uh, uh, we subscribe. I'm going to skip some of these things, and then uh, their their heroes are Socrates, Erasmus, and so on. Uh, we subscribe to the Freedom Manifesto of the quote unquote Free Speech Now organization. Well, I no, actually, I don't want to just skip that part. If you'll just take okay. That- yeah. All right. Um, we will never let ourselves. Be, uh, where was I? Oh, uh, our commitment to free speech is mighty and unbreakable in the spirit of famous free speech heroes such as Socrates, Erasmus, John Milton, Voltaire, John Stuart Mill, Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, Professor Timothy Garton, etc. So the etc. there means that you're saying free speech heroes such as Socrates, Erasmus, John John Milton. Uh, Voltaire, John Stuart Mill, and Steve Bannon. Like, that's your list, right? right? <laughs> and Steve Bannon, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we subscribe to the Freedom Manifesto of the Free Speech Now organization. Freedom of speech must never be restricted. No state bans, no hate speech legislation, no libel laws, no restrictions of the press, no mob pressure on people to conform to modern orthodoxies which is what the mob is all about, uh, for attacks on freedom of speech do not only commit the bad enough offense of preventing someone from saying what he believes. They also reduce the rest of us to the level of children through blocking our eyes and ears, degrading our moral autonomy, stifling truth-seeking, and elevating stupidity over enlightenment. This is honestly the first time I've ever seen somebody explicitly uh, demand the right 
to commit hate speech. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it must be nice to be Canadian. No one must restrict me. <laughs> I guess. Hate speech. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as, as, uh, a little bit of an explanation here, cause, uh, I have, I have researched this. And so the act of, um, censorship, um, that happened here was that this conference had, uh, a whole bunch of invited speakers that were going to, um, go to this conference in, uh, Montana and speak about their various subjects. And then they hired the keynote speaker of Steve Bannon. At which point, all of the speakers dropped out. So that is <laughs> no, they, a violation. They were, they were bullied out by Nazis, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so they dropped out. It wasn't like the the uh, the venue shut them down. They dropped out. Their speakers <laughs> dropped out, which was a violation of free speech. Yeah. Now, did did Steve give his speech? No, the, the conference. Well, so, so the conference happened. has, yeah. So the conference or has, has been, yet to happen. Well, no, 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 no. The conference <laughs> has been canceled. Um, but then, uh, Lou, if you'll just scroll down to that bold part there. Oh, all the way down there. Okay. Due to the condition of the force majeure specified in ACE terms and conditions, and furthermore, all funds have already been expended for deposits, fees, marketing, <laughs> etc. ACE has made a huge financial financial loss, and no refunds are possible. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so then they have a terms and conditions, which was clearly written afterwards, which says, uh, in the event that the conference is prevented from carrying out its obligations as a result of any cause beyond its control, such as, but not limited to, acts of God, substantial protests... <laughs> People being babies. Um, yeah. So, so if you start a conference and then charge a bunch of money and then don't and hold then a conference, hire a Nazi as a speaker, right? And then say no <laughs> refunds. That's a then you get paid. That's a brilliant business model. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kudos. It's better than that Firefly EDM festival that guy got in trouble for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. So, so can we assume that this was all just like a weird misunderstanding and like, and like that you know maybe a bunch of the other people involved in this are sort of responsible th- and good people? Well, I think that's uh, definitely a theory that may prove out. Um, okay. And well, so, in order to find out, can't wait to not, find out. Yeah, oh, yeah. whether <laughs> if we're going to find out whether or not uh, the people involved in this thing might also have uh, suspicious. Um, uh, motives, yeah. So, uh, so Steve Bannon, of course, was the uh, invited uh, Ace 2018 speaker, um, the invited um, uh, keynote speaker uh, for 2017. A name that uh, showed up earlier uh, was as, as a was... as a steering committee member, right. as a steering committee member, which is then the guy that should deliver the keynote. Um, so, yeah. So uh, he's a guy by the name of uh, Doctor David Levy. Uh, come quads up if you can tell oh, me yes, just hello. a little bit. About Dr. David Levy. Can robots and humans make babies together? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> okay. No. The answer no. Oh, well, okay. Don't be so, don't be so That's a good keynote. Good answer. I mean, I don't know. That that apparently is what the internet wants to tell me about speaker Dr. David Levy. Hi, I'm uh, crazy. Here's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I'm picturing is like, you know that, that video of like, 
the the ketchup bottle with the arms that spin around that squirts the ketchup onto the plate like that but semen under the hot dog yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That like that semen, that yeah. but semen but mostly under the table yeah yeah that that's i'm pretty sure that's what he's talking about um uh uh am i reading about this yeah, yeah. Um, Tell me about Dr. Oh, David Levy. Uh, Dr. David Levy uh, graduated from St. Andrews University, Scotland, 1967, and then taught practical classes in computer programming at Glasgow University for four years before moving into the world of business and professional chess playing and writing. He wrote more than 30 books on chess, won the Scottish Championship, and was awarded the International Master Title by FIDE, the World Chess Federation, in 1969. Great, great. In 1968, David started a bet with four artificial intelligence professors that he would not lose a chess match against a computer program within 10 years. He won and that bet. never played chess again. <laughs> yeah. And it was 21 years before he was defeated in a match by a forerunner of IBM's Deep Blue program. Uh, since 1977, David has been involved in the development of any chess playing and other programs for consumer electronic products. <laughs> Unrelated uh, to that, he fucks Barbies. I mean... Does he fuck the computer while he's playing chess with it? <laughs> I, <laughs> distract I, he's created many fuckable chess programs. Yeah. Um, David's interest in artificial intelligence expanded beyond computer games and other areas of AI, including human-computer conversation. And in 1997, he led the team that won the Loebner Prize competition in New York. He won the Loebner Prize again in 2009. His 50th book, Love and Sex with Robots, yeah. was published in November 2007, shortly after he was awarded a PhD by the University of Maastricht for his thesis entitled Intimate Relationships with Artificial Partners. Since then, he has <laughs> continued his research into this subject and into other aspects of the future of robotics. Ah, the future. Um, mm -hmm. David is president of the International Computer Games Association and co-chairman of the International Congress of Love and Sex with Robots. Yes, yes, they fuck under Robert's Rules of Order. Co-chairman? They need two? It's called a threesome, baby. His hobbies include classical music and playing poker. Not chess or robot yeah. fucking. Right. Uh, he lives in London with his wife and their cat. Not, not a robot cat to have sex with. Doesn't doesn't specify. Um, so uh, that's uh, that's uh, that talk uh, that uh, Dr. David Levy uh, gave in um, um, uh, 2017. Uh, here's another uh, speech that he did. Uh, come quads up. I'm just going to paste that title in. Uh, so this is something I just found on YouTube. Um, <laughs> come quads up. What's another talk that he gave? Sex with robots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I assume I assume the band. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, un, uh, so another thing uh, that Dr. David Levy has done um, is uh, this uh, Indiegogo campaign. Um, oh no! So it's an Indiegogo <laughs> campaign um, where okay. uh, he and his company uh, raised uh, a quarter of a million pounds. This was um, this guy? No, a half a million pounds. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Half a million pounds. Oh um, my god! To to create a uh, handheld version of the uh, ZX Spectrum. Um, so yeah, it, it raised a total of five hundred and twelve seven hundred and ninety. Uh, pounds, um, and so those people that uh, funded that project um, then received nothing at all. <laughs> I, I heard about this. I didn't realize yeah. it was a robot fucker. 
He likes to a, fuck robots and also listen, fuck people's dreams of playing a, this device. A, uh, a Steve Bannon worshipping <laughs> robot fucker. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, like, if, if you go just go Google around for, like, worst in, like worst crowdfunding debacles of all time, this is, like, <laughs> high at the top of the list. And also he fucks robots. Uh, yeah, I also found, uh, I think I, I hope I have it, uh, but, uh, somebody did a, uh, a, um, uh, petition, um, to, uh, Theresa May, uh, to arrest Dr. David Levy. Oh, oh yeah, so, uh, man. yes, uh, we want to see, uh, this was a, uh, change.org petition, um, that says, uh, we want to see Suzanne Martin, David Levy, and, and Floggle prosecuted for fraud and theft uh it has uh, 500 signatures um so Theresa may hasn't yet acted on it i don't think she has anything else like, she doesn't have a lot on her plate these days no no i think i mean well but the thing is she could probably use the pr you know what i mean she's too yeah. busy using her vx or zx spectrum vega to play all those awesome games that's true <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, so that was uh, David Lee. We're going to learn a little bit more about some of the other speakers. Um, so uh, one of those uh, is a guy by the name of uh, M. The Movement. Um, and uh, uh, so uh, Boots, <clears throat> uh, I'm just going to post uh, post this bio here. Sure. Um, M. The Movement uh, spoke at uh, ACE in, I believe, 2015, perhaps. Um, can you tell me a little bit about M. The Movement? Sure. Uh, ooh, it's a it's a tough start on this one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Simplicio Michael Luis Assis Herrera, aka M, known simply as M. Simplicio Michael <laughs> Luis Assis Herrera was born in Manila. <laughs> to He's a Chinese... known as this thing anyway. The other name <laughs> <laughs> was born in Manila to a Chinese slash Spanish father and a Spanish slash Filipino mother. Due to his own cultural diversity, M recognized the importance of creating harmony despite differences. M believes that you can wrap your body with the fabric of thought. Um, That's in quotes. Fabric of thought. That's cheap. And has therefore chosen fashion as the platform to communicate his philosophy. Beginning shortly after graduating from FIDM in 1996, M became the head graphic designer for Carl Connie Jean. The Godfather of hip hop slash urban fashion. Okay, if you say so. I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Where he traveled to China and coordinated production and development, simultaneously instructing fashion and graphic design at FIDM for three years before he relocated to Germany, where he was offered creative director position in 2002, designing and managing for a team of ten designers. Is this all one sentence? Well, no, okay. <laughs> it pretty much is. Catering to corporate brands such as Puma BMW. Wait, Puma BMW is one brand? Yeah, it's just Puma hyphen BMW. They, they, okay. uh, they had a they, uh, they, they had a hyphenated marriage. Um, yeah, they make rubber cars and fast shoes. Uh, for the Formula One racers. In 2005, M began mm, the movement. Mm, the movement. Yep. Mm, the movement. Okay, yep. <laughs> a luxury designer streetwear line for men and women in, den- in denims, cashmere sweaters, fashion knit tops, shirtings, intimates, and accessories. So, somebody feel free to make fun of me for say for for thinking yeah. shirtings is funny. Uh, <laughs> with an emphasis on eco friendly fabrics, with the humanitarian efforts, his clientele have included Britney Spears, the Black Eyed Peas, and more recently Carly Rae Jepsen, 
singer of hit Call Me Maybe. Oh, excuse me. No Bobby respect Brown. to your audience. Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Famed rapper Tiga. That's the movement. That's fine. Uh, the movement is now the hottest eco-friendly designer streetwear brand on the west coast of the United States. Today, at 39 years of age, M has received a plethora of press, several awards, was included in several Best T-Shirt Graphics 2004 and Best Fashion Trims 2008, and How to Run a Fashion Company 2008. Oh, that and the movement. Yeah, that and the movement. <laughs> like, do, do, does he know that means poop? <laughs> yeah. Do they know? Bowel I'm the a movement, like, dog. Like, God. Industry books and is currently serving as a member of the advisory board for the Bachelor of Business program at FIDM Los Angeles. The journey doesn't end there. Stay tuned. So, I, uh, so come quads up. Uh, here I am on uh, M the Movements. Uh, oh, sorry, M the Movement uh, website. <laughs> Um, can you tell me some of the products uh, available um, on this? Oh, website? oh, yes, Ooh. I'm on the product category. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, um, we've got seven seven results for products. Okay, yeah, um, we've got a cashmere scarf for uh, 150 dollars. Fair. Yeah, we've sure. got uh, an eco gold pendant um, for uh, three thousand five hundred dollars. I don't know what <laughs> makes it eco. Maybe it's free range gold. Um, uh. <laughs> um, we, we've got a uh, guacho style belt uh, for $65 oh my god you're right <laughs> <laughs> which as far as I can tell looks like um, a bunch of poop with an M in the middle uh, appropriate that yep. um, guacho We've got Movement Watch Skeleton Series, which might be the only clever named thing in here, I guess. Um, we've uh, got yeah, and that and that is uh, Inquire for Price. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Um, we've got uh, the Movement Travel Jacket for eighty dollars, uh, featuring right, sure. a, a fetching fellow um, giving us a look. We've got the scarf button down. I don't, I don't know if that's the a scarf with buttons or if it's. I mean, really, what a scarf button down. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe a shirt is just a scarf that you wear. No, 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 no. Look at it. Look at if you look at the product, the scarf button down is a shirt with a built-in scarf. Oh, it's like a dicky. It's like a reverse dicky. Yeah, it's a shirt that has its own scarf on it. It's attached. If you click on the picture, it just goes to that picture alone. It does. You don't have to. You don't have to lose your scarf. Yeah, I mean, it's like, for all of us, you know, missing our umbilical cords. It's also, (laughs) if you read the description, it's made for any occasion. That's true. Adding a little extra, any, you can wear this to anything. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, And then we've got my personal favorite, the Python Zip High Tops uh, for (laughs) $2,200, which seemed to be a black uh, snakeskin sort of high tops with a zip yeah sort of a chuck taylor like with zippers on it yeah um and then they (laughs) say they yeah they they say they have the signature face logo but i think that just means it says the movement on them (laughs) on the inner soul yeah um they are great for the night out or for some urban exploring during the day which means you walk around a city that says poop on it 
<laughs> so, um, so, uh, so, so you know, uh, before we move on, yeah. I'd like to. I, I, I checked out the form you have to fill in to uh, to inquire for pricing on their watch. Okay, um, and I asked for you know the standard fields uh, that that one would ask. What one would it, for personal information that you need to 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 provide when just asking for a price on a product, which is your first name, your last name, your email address, and then your Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook IDs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a question. Did you look at the T-shirts that they sell in the Love More section? Oh no! Whoa. I think it has a picture of the movement on this shirt. The Love the More Classic movement? Edition. Oh, that, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sell t-shirts with my face. So this looks like Saddam Hussein with a mullet. Well, <laughs> uh, hey, Lemon. Uh, so I have a new idea like... for some uh, F-plus merch. Yeah. Um, I think we should just have t-shirts with my face on them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Just that and then yes, hello underneath it. Yeah. It'll be $2,200. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Excellent. <laughs> um, so I have a question. Great. Are, yeah. are, are are we sure that M just isn't short for Will I Am? Ooh. This... <laughs> I mean, it might be like an elaborate Chris Gaines kind of uh, alter ego kind of thing, I suppose. Because this this sounds like something Will I Am would do. Well, I think I mean as a, as somebody that loves brands, which as you know, I I love brands. Yeah, <laughs> that's, brands are. That's how I introduce I'm you to a, people. I'm a brand beast i think is the term um, oh yeah no i just beast. i love yeah yeah i just love brands and uh, i think that one of the things yeah, that's important in a good beast. brand is uh, the sort of partnerships that they have so if you'll scroll yeah. down to the bottom of this website um what are the partners of uh, m the movement oh we've got um we've got ha- house of m like a german house i presume Ooh. that's his uh burgeoning designer sausage line house of m. um yeah, it was, a, it was a really good Marvel crossover series too. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got mtheuniversity.com, which I don't want to know about. Um, <laughs> we've got mthemovementkings.com, which presumably it's who took the biggest poop. Um, <laughs> it's a rate my poop site. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Poopernot.com. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, uh, and then we've got kings.com slash sg, which is Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Uh. Well. That sounds right. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Um. Which it looks like Kings is. Oh man. I don't even. I don't even. I don't know. Nope. It's just a bunch nope. of stock photography. I have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah, what's yeah, going yeah, on. This yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a website with no features. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, that's another uh, innovator um, uh, in um, uh, in this. We're gonna we're gonna learn about another one. Um, so I was looking at the uh, some of the speakers, uh, and uh, one of the speakers um, invented uh, a product called the Hug V. Um, so if, if if you'll if you'll allow, Ooh. I'm gonna just tell you a little bit about the Hug V. Oh, please do. Great. So Advanced Telecommunications Research Institute International, or ATR, because you know, uh, has developed a human presence transfer media called the Hug V that enables users to strongly feel the presence of remote partners while interacting with them. Through research and development of other robots, such as the Telenoid, uh, which we'll get to in a second, uh, we have found that hugging and holding these robots during an interaction is an effective way for strongly feeling the existence of a partner. Hug V is an epic-making communication medium that can strongly transfer the presence of interaction partner despite its simple shape. Um, 
The uh, recently developed uh, Hugby is a hug pillow type of communication media for what? talking for ta- talking in a hugging state. It's a communication media for talking in a hugging state. Is that is that like a dry state or a wet state? <laughs> well, it starts out dry. Oh, good. Um, its body is mainly a cushion that is uh, form similar to the telenoid uh, or and elfoid. Uh, to effectively convey a sense of human existence. While holding it close to the body, users speak to people in far locations through their cell phones inserted into a pocket in its head. (laughs) Moreover, moreover, it is equipped with a vibrator inside that generates Uh, vibration. Okay, now I'm on board. Okay, all right, Uh, now I get what it is, okay. For reproduction of uh, heartbeats that can that can effectively convey the human likeness and human emotions, Whoa. these heartbeat vibrations can vary in synchronization with the partner's tone, strengthen the presence feeling originated by the voice. For example, when the vibrations of the heartbeat change in line with the voice volume of the talk partner, <coughs> the talk partner, the increase in that person's feelings are transferred by voice and vibration, and therefore users feel their partners closer to themselves. Uh, this thing looks like pit pat. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> does look like pit pat. Sure <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the product is uh, for those of you uh, not. Uh, by the way, the document is available on thefpl.us. Uh, the product uh, is um, a uh, sort of uh, formless kind of oversized cabbage patch doll. It's like a thalidomide um, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then, but like then Casper you hug the ghost. It. But then you hug it, and then you feel uh, close to your partner, which, of course, um, is yeah. exciting. Who is also hugging a thing. You're, you're feeling the same experience somehow <laughs> by doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a product uh, that was uh, similar to that uh, that Jesus had a uh, problem in funding. Uh, they had a funding <clears throat> problem. Uh, it was called the Telenoid. Um, is that the Telenoid like, like, was... Is that like remote dominoes? Yeah. <laughs> Avoid the telenoid. Yeah. Uh, the telenoid was basically, ah, basically ah. the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the no. telenoid was basically the same idea, except That's... for instead of being a formless pillow, oh god, it was a it was a ah, doll. It is a little legitimate. No, my baby. No, 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 no. This no. looks like that thing that's like, uh, are you looking oh, at Oh, no, that, I scrolled that, down. No. That, that video. You know no. what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is the greatest flowchart oh, no. I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, well, oh, oh internet is involved. Yeah. Telenoid R4. Flowchart you're looking at? So the Telenoid oh. R4 just <laughs> flowchart is... Uh, Christ. You got, you got your oval and internet. In it, it says internet. Yeah, and it says internet. Pointing. And it points an arrow at the <laughs> horror it's an arrow thing. and a picture of, of a lady like with with it like propped up on her groin while she's yeah. lying down. To be fair, then, that, that is the most accurate diagram I've ever seen explaining the internet. So and there's then, that. And then, and then a picture of a dude playing Dota on his laptop. <laughs> also through the internet. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, Lou, League of Legends. No, well, I don't work there anymore, so. Okay, it's <laughs> fucking Dota. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you don't. Wow. 
yeah, there's a uh, there's also uh, unrelated to this uh, another speaker at this thing um, had a, uh, a pillow. Uh, it was a, a, a pillow that would um, uh, cure autism. Um, but anyway, um, oh, okay, no. okay. <laughs> oh. But anyway, we're going to be looking at uh, another speaker uh, and uh, sort of thought leader, and uh, he is a guy um, by the name of, uh, wait, 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 it was a guy by the name of uh, Adrian Chioc. Uh So I'm going to tell you a little bit about, uh, a, uh, so we're going to go to his page on the Imagineering Institute. Um, and uh, Adrian Chioc, uh I'm assuming that's the right pronunciation, but I don't care that much. Um uh, Adrian David Chioke is the director of the Imagineering Institute, uh, Malaysia, and chair professor of pervasive computing at City University of London. Uh, he is the founder and director of the Mixed Reality Lab in Singapore. Uh, he was uh, formerly full professor at Kayo University Graduate School of Media Design and associate professor of National University of Singapore. He has previously worked in real-time systems, soft computing, and embedding computing in Mitsubishi Electric Research Labs in Japan. He has been working on research covering mixed reality, human-computer interfaces, uh, wearable computers, and ubiquitous computing, fuzzy systems, embedded systems, and power electronics. He has successfully obtained uh, approximately $20 million in funding for externally funded projects in the area of wearable computers and mixed reality from Media Development Authority, Nike, National Oil Well Varco, Defense Science Technology Agency, Ministry of Defense, Ministry of Communications and Arts, National Arts Council, Singapore Science Center, and Haojang Primary School. The research output has included numerous high-quality high academic journal pages, uh, research awards, keynote speeches, international exhibitions, and numerous government demonstrations to government uh, presidents and prime ministers, broadcast television, worldwide broadcasts on his research, uh, and hundreds of international press media articles. So this he's is... A, he, he's, he's surprisingly a little less open about the fact that he's the other co-chair member of the Love and Sex with Robots committee. He is. He <laughs> is. Um, but he's got some products that he wants to tell you about. Um, and uh, one of those products uh, is the uh, Kissinger. Um, Lou, can you tell me something about uh, Imagineering Institute's uh, Kissinger? Oh, I'd love to. Great. The Kissinger, the world's first mobile kiss messenger. Mm. Plug into your phone and give your loved one a kiss over the Internet. Kissinger <laughs> can sense your kiss and transmit realistic kissing sensation to your partner in real time. You can also feel the force of your on your lips when your partner kisses you back. Share an intimate moment with your friends and families while chatting with them on your phone. Experience the internet kissing. Kissing <laughs> oh. is the <laughs> boom. Kissing is the most direct and effective way to express your feelings and love. With Kissinger, you can kiss your loved ones even when you are physically apart. How it works. High-precision force sensors are embedded under the silicon lip to measure the dynamic forces at different parts of your lips during a kiss. The device sends this data to your phone, which transmits it to your partner over the Internet in real time. Miniature linear actuators are used to reproduce these forces on your partner's lips, creating a realistic kissing sensation. 
Kissinger provides a two-way interaction just like a real kiss. You can feel your partner's kiss on your lips when they kiss you back. You definitely won't put your dick up against this thing. I don't I don't know if you would. I guess what what <laughs> won't put people put their dick up against? <laughs> Kissinger iOS Kissinger? app. I think it's only on iOS. Sorry, Android. Why users. would they call it Kissinger? I mean, because I mean, when that, you think that... of an erotic kiss, yeah, you think of Henry, Henry Kissinger. Kissinger. I mean, of course. But, I mean, but that in in the in the in the same way of like sort of uh, spontaneously retconning or inventing a term like Santorum, that's a pretty good one to like okay. associate <laughs> Kissinger with. Like, if right. this thing goes big and people assume that you know, uh, that's pretty good. But this is this yeah. this line here is chat with your friends using the Kissinger app and send them a kiss to let you know they miss you. Like, instead of just being like, "Hey, I miss you." Here, put right. your mouth up to your phone. Mm, well, no, this no, is how I not put your mouth you. up to the phone. So, so what I would say is, you know, uh, Lou, we don't we don't live in the same state. We live, sure. you know, we live apart from each other. I miss you sometimes. Sure. And so, what I would say to you is, Lou, I miss you. Please attach um, this flashlight to your phone <laughs> with a giant silicone pad on the front of it. Yeah. Then oh, sure. Press your lips up to the silicone pad. I will do the same. And it'll you feel like want to wipe the dog hair off at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and it'll know, just like, feel like I mean, we're I, mushing I, our lips together. Yeah, like across I'm, I'm a person internet. on the go. Like I would, you know, right. I, I, I like I have a thing to attach my uh, phone to my motorcycle handlebars when I'm right. Of course. Eating. So presumably, yeah. I would put the the flashlight case on my phone and then put it on my motorcycle. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you needed to message me on my way to work, I could, you know, make out with my reach hem- down and kiss. Yeah. 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 It's, it's convenient. It's, 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 yeah. It's convenient. I want to um, see this thing working. Uh, well, uh, so, so, uh, Lou, I have a, a follow up question there. Uh, how did their Indiegogo campaign go? Oh. Oh, let me, uh, let me just open up my Indiegogo campaign because I, I, I invested quite a bit of money on this. Oh, oh, I guess <laughs> this, this campaign was not great. Um, there's one update. So the the amount raised, they were trying to raise yeah. five hundred thousand dollars. This is a flexible goal. Dollars, which is a flexible goal. Yeah, flexible goal. Flexible. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this? Well, they're located in Malaysia. Sure, a great place. And sure. as uh, they raised zero dollars. <laughs> They're in prototypes. It, it, it looks like it. This actually means they refunded everybody that did donate. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. That seems off brand for. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's really off brand for these guys. <laughs> this is uh, this is a good a good. Uh, oh, they, they <laughs> this gif. Oh, I have to save the gif. Uh, uh, yeah, the gif uh, of this woman kissing is the right reaction. She's like. Bleh! It looks like it looks like the world's shittiest vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A vape That's... that delivers kisses. It sounds like a. <laughs> oh, yeah, but if you want to learn more about it, you can go to the Indiegogo page. You can watch a video of a lady showing that this is you open this thing up and there's three things inside it. Here oh, I didn't know the. Did we read this? The imagining, the imagining, Imagineering Institute is a quantum step research lab with a mission to invent the future of the internet. Nice. Oh well, they're they're doing that. They're doing yeah. that with products with, like this one. Boots, tell me about the Moody Hoodie. The, the, the you mean the Moody Hoodie? The, yeah, sure. Tell me about either the Moody Hoodie or it's, the Moody. It's hoodie. the Moody. It's the Moody Hoodie. It's <laughs> it's a homonym, but not a homophone. 
<laughs> sort of. No, it's not. No, it's it's a it's, it's a neither. visual rhyme. Yeah, I don't know how he's whatever. <clears throat> Moody hoodie, Moody hoodie, <laughs> Moody hoodie <laughs> is a hoodie that can emit fragrance from the device inside it. I have one of those already. <laughs> <laughs> it is a combination between fashion and technology. We mounted a Senti module. That's with S C E N T E E inside the vest section. Scented? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the center. You're the centee. A centee. Now lay uh, down it, inside the vest section of the hoodie to emit a scented vapor on demand by pressing a button that, that located in the pocket of the hoodie. We very inconsistent about whether we capitalize the ancient hoodie when we're just talking about the word hoodie. When you press the button, you can see vapor emitting from the vest of the hoodie through the Sentee module. Sentee is the world's first phone attachment that produces scent on demand by using an app. Smartphone in parentheses for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the main objective of this project is to lift the mood slash spirit of the person who wears the hoodie. And the people surround as the scent vapor is coming, <clears throat> as the scent vapor is coming out for the hoodie. Previous scent studies vapor. show that certain fragrances can influence people's mood and emotions. From the application side, this hoodie can be used for aromatherapy. Further, <laughs> further, when you want to attract someone, you can wear the hoodie. Now we're spelling it H O O D I E. Well, now it's the JavaScript database API. Okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, we got a nerd in this podcast. Yeah, you do. Uh, you can wear the hoodie with a nice scent that can make people feels good when they are near you. The colors of the hoodie and its inner lining was specifically chosen to create some form of mood for this person who wears the hoodie. Some now with a Y again. In the future, we plan to make Moody Hoodie a whole lot slimmer. Wait, how how bulky is it? Whatever. <laughs> we won't talk about how bulky it is now. It's yep. just fucking bulky. Attaching an array of much flatter sentees. All the wiring will be replaced with conductive threads. We also sure want to make will. the hoodie connect through Bluetooth to the smartphone. Yeah, what the hell? Why not? So, sorry, to the smartphone. So the person who wears the hoodie could always activate the release of the scented vapor through the smartphone. Wait. It's not connected through Bluetooth to the smartphone right now? It sure isn't. No. We also want to. So it's controlled by the app. Like serial port. Oh, right. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. RJ11. We hope that uh, that it will be able to bring the clothing industry to a totally different level and become a very profitable, marketable product in the... Not so distant future. I I do like the idea that like uh that the the sentee could be controlled by another person. So yeah, like, I could have like <laughs> I could have my smell slave yeah. who, would, who would be going through her day wondering what's the next thing that she's going to smell. <laughs> no, it's sulfur and again. Pancakes. <laughs> so so. Uh... I I give I give this hoodie to yep. Lemon and he wears it yep. around. I sure and then do. I like send him a text message and he yeah. like by kiss smells like something. <laughs> like so so there's like a there's it's like one of those 
sharper image, like aromatherapy things that's like in the pocket <laughs> that like squirts out of his hoodie. Uh, one of the other things uh, uh, listed in the uh, projects of the Imagineering Institute was uh, this project right here, also by uh, Adrian David Chioke, of course, the uh, sort of founder and uh, chief Imagineer of the Imagineering Institute. Uh, Boots, uh, what's mm-hmm. this? What's this? Uh, what's this project called? Oh, this project? Yeah. Uh, the project is called Robots and Inti- and <clears throat> Robots and Intimacies, Love and Sex with Robot Series. Mm. This is a project. Uh, by Chamari Idera Singji and Adrian David Chiok. Oh. When David Levi first introduced the subject of <laughs> oh! love and sex with robots, <laughs> he became a provocateur of a conversation that spread from morality to the rights of robots. What? To be fucked. <laughs> with the rapid development in artificial intelligence functions, love and sex with robots is expected <laughs> to be a reality in the near future. However, the question remains how much humans understand and accept intimacies with robots. We argue that perceptions of human-robot interactions, HRI, have a certain impact on how individuals comprehend intimacies with robots. We are proposing a series of studies to determine female perception and... (laughs) (laughs) Do they even see? I don't know. (laughs) And physiological responses to intimacy with robots. In the first stage, we will conduct a qualitative study on a group of females aged between 20 and 40 years to understand the perceptions of topics on HRI. The second stage will measure their physiological responses when touching an asexual robot intimately. I'm here for the focus group. Are you going to be... How do you feel about fucking robots? We're going to send a rover to establish contact with the group known as females. (laughs) okay i'm just i'm just touching an asexual robot intimately what does that mean (laughs) well Well, i don't want to know using you know convert the robot from being asexual um, it's a robot that uses tumblr (laughs) 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 using the electrodermal activities in the third stage, the study will concentrate on a qualitative study where perception of a cert- of what where per- where perception of certain phenomenon related to HRI is examined. Vague, it's very secret, mm-hmm. very secret. This is. I would give money to this Indiegogo. Yeah. yeah. How much yeah. money would you give? Yep. Well, it depends on if I get a T-shirt or not. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh we're just gonna uh can we, can, can, can we get Kumquat to read oh. just like a handful of the titles of the projects of the oh Imagineering that sounds Institute? great yeah uh, yeah there's uh there's the whole projects page and uh boy Doctor uh, David uh, Chiok uh really uh, Adrian David Chiok really has um uh uh started a lot of projects he's imagineered a lot of projects oh, yeah. um. Come up. Do you think you could read some of those project projects, please? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why, hello. Um, yeah, we've got we've got uh, a visual a picture book for visually impaired children. Yeah, sure. Uh, we've got AI team projects. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got augmented reality project. Uh, okay. we've got a digital smell interface. 
Oh. <laughs> so. Right, part of the Moody Hootie yeah. breakout uh, group. Uh, we've what's, got... what's right after that one? What's right after Digital Smell Interface? Oh, well, well that's Dr. Robot. <laughs> you know, it was, it, it was a second second breakout game that you know had uh, you know the robot throwing pills at things. Um, um, uh, we've got and, uh, we've got, uh, we've got uh, wait, wait, wait wait I just want to tell you just a, a tiny little bit about um, about uh, Doctor Robot, which is because Victor should be worried. Uh, he's about to he's about to be unemployed. Uh, physician patient ratio in low and mid- medium uh, income countries is low as uh, one uh, to thirty five hundred. Right. That's not great. You need a better ratio than that. So why don't you get a cheap robot that does literally everything a doctor would do? Oh, my God. The doctor robot is a project based on a deep learning algorithm for medical diagnosis. Based on the past 500 livers I've seen, this is a liver. We've definitely learned that uh, 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 deep learning AI is really so far really successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like your your spleen will come out looking like a deep dream JPEG. <laughs> I put in all my information, uh, we... and now I see a dog face. And <laughs> yeah, uh, we we've also got um, the electric taste interface. Uh, yeah, I, I love that part of the Muppets. Yep, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, in dash visible island. Uh, in that's in where you go visible, to be in, in a visible island. In, in, in the da- visible in di- in dash visible island colon shareable multi sensory mix experiential reality. Okay, so it looks like a boring board game. That looks great. Uh-huh. Oh. I'm interested in this magnetic dining table and magnetic food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got, uh, yeah, uh, we covered Kissinger. We've got Meeting Points, Ubermensch, and Magnanimous. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> great. I yeah. remember the day that Ubermensch met Magnanimous. Yep. It's a, oh. whole, it's a whole dinner with Andre kind yeah. of thing. Oh, we've it's got... We've got... It was the downfall of the King of Monsters movies. <laughs> uh, we've got Robot Teacher. Uh, that's that's got to be a good one. Um, you can teach the do- Mr. Robot yeah, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, we've got Smell versus Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Fight! A battle as old as time. Yep. Um, we've got, you know, what most of the internet is about is sonic metaphors. <laughs> yeah. Great. And uh, we've also got the Yoda Teacher Bot Project. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, I I had a section in the document um, where uh, it was um, uh, some some tweets uh, from uh, Adrian David Chioke, but it's basically just like angry uh, Bannon retweets and and, uh, general right-wing trolling. Uh, So we're just going to skip past all that. Because uh, I want to, I want to loop back around to um, the uh, uh, Ace 2018 uh, website, um, where if you go to uh, the papers, uh, the papers uh, section is broken into two sections. Um, uh, the first is a uh, orange table, uh, and that is a list of accepted papers. Then underneath that is a significantly longer red table that is withdrawn papers. <laughs> Which are all of the proposals that have been withdrawn uh, after the uh, the Steve Bannon thing. Um, but uh, 
But there's an interesting link there that you might be uh, might be interested in. Um, so there's one that says uh, co-located conference. Um, Lou, if you'll just click on that link there in the header of uh, Ace 2018 and uh, tell me about the co-located conference. Oh, co-located conference. Mm-hmm. International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots. The fourth. Yay! <laughs> I mean, that, that, okay, that's a clever title. Like that's that's. Just uh, I like the, the graphic Congress, is, is awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the fourth International Congress of Love and Sex with Robots will be held at the University of Montana, thirteenth oh, and fourteenth of December, twenty eighteen. That was yesterday. I know. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The past few years have witnessed a strong upsurge in interest in academic discussion on the personal aspects of human relationships with artificial partners. This Congress provides an excellent opportunity for academics and industry professionals to present and discuss their innovative work and ideas in the academic symposium. That sounds great. That sounds great. So, uh, so you'll see that there, there's a link uh, to loveandsexwithrobots.org. So, Go. Lou, if you just, Lou, if you just click that link uh, to the Fourth International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots, oh, no. and let's, tell me, let's see what their web design looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to their website, and uh, if you'll tell me just a little bit about this conference, get us excited about wanting to go. Okay. Well, the number one uh, piece of information is postponement of conference. <laughs> We very much regret that due to force majeure circumstances beyond our control, it's been necessary to postpone the Fourth International Congress of Sex and Love no, with Robots. No, no, that's not what you did to the Fourth International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots. What did you do to the Fourth International Oh, we pot... We, I'm sorry, it was necessary to pot ponzi. Yeah, pot ponzi. Pot ponzi, the Fourth International Congress of Love and Sex with Robots. Hey, S, why'd you get all the way over there? <laughs> A very specific form of bad accounting. Hot Ponzi. Oh, man. Hold on. The Congress had been due to take place at the University of Montana in Missoula alongside the 2018 Advances in Computing Entertainment Conference, ACE, when it was announced that one of the keynote speakers' talks at ACE was to be given by Steve Bannon on the subject of employment opportunities for minorities in the computing entertainment industry. Because who better to speak of that? Because the, he felt they were too many. Somebody, oh, right. <laughs> somebody who is both a minority and involved in the computing entertainment industry. Right, right, right. It was necessary to cancel the conference. Oh. oh, well. Since the arrangements were being made for both conferences were inextricably intertwined, we've had no alternative but to postpone the Congress for Love and Sex with Robots. The Fourth International Congress of Love and Sex with Robots will now take place just over 12 months later in Las Vegas. During the period of the AVN Adult Entertainment Expo in January 2012. <laughs> well done. It's where it belongs. We finally got a happy ending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think then it was this was uh, written by, of course, Dr. David Levy. Oh, wow. Dr. David wow. Levy. Um. But, uh, but uh, you know, these are uh, a gonna... group of people uh, that will not give up. They, they will not uh, be uh, They will not downtrodden. be pot-ponced. They will not be pot-ponced. They will not be pot-ponced uh, by uh, these snowflake uh, liberals. Uh, and so that's why uh, they started uh, the, um, uh, the 
uh, Athenian Parisia Free Speech Forum. That's right. The Athenian Parisia Free Speech Forum. Uh, It is a forum uh, uh, about free speech um, and how wonderful free speech is. Um, And uh, it's got speakers such as, uh, well, organizing chair, or sorry, organ gliesgling chair, uh, Adrian David (laughs) Shioke. It also also has the exact same WordPress templates as the other two sites we're looking at today. Does it sure does? Um, and uh, and uh, the keynote speaker, a guy you might be interested in, <laughs> you, you might be interested in the keynote speaker is a guy by the name of Stephen Bannon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. So this is a re- this is gonna be a really good conference. I know, I know those other two conferences didn't go well. And and Doctor A and David Show. Third times the charm. Third times the charm. Wait, wait, third wait, wait. wait. I mean, so this so this is taking place in Athens. <laughs> it very well might be. I don't know where, where, where the location. Where, where is. is this taking place? Oh, it's being held in Montana. At the University of Probably. Montana. Oh, it happened. Say. Oh, it is. Two days. Oh, it ago. is actually. Three yes, you're ago. right. It's held in Montana. Montana. Uh, yeah. So the uh, Thesian Parisia Free Speech Forum. I'm real excited about this. I know you had a bumpy road to get here, uh, but Lou, if you'll tell me about the Athesian Parisia Free Speech Forum, uh, where is that? Uh, it's so uh, sorry. It's uh, it's right here. Uh, just that front. Uh, just the just beginning the of it. Down. Yeah, just the very beginning of that. Just okay. tell me about this free speech forum. Uh, postponement. Due to the unavailability of Stephen, Mr. Stephen Bannon, this event is postponed until further notice. God damn oh, it. No. Oh, no. Then the welcome. So now message. he's unavailable. Well, there can be no free speech without Steve Bannon, obviously. Everybody else speaking about it is not having free speech. Just, you know. Oh, if he's not free to speak, then there's no free speech. Uh, you can't yeah. do the conference because Steve Bannon's there. Steve? You can't do the conference because Steve Bannon isn't there. <laughs> Steve Bannon is single-handedly responsible for ruining all of the events this last week at Montana, in the University of Montana at Missoula. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Somebody please. Uh, the other thing that I like, uh, so you scroll down, you get, like I said, you uh, get to hear a little something about the speakers. Um, but uh, I think my favorite quote on this site um, is uh, talking about how great uh, this free speech forum uh, that Steve uh, Bannon is speaking at. Um, uh, and the quote uh, is Cornell West saying nice things about Malcolm X. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, so it is. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, uh, what do you think we learned from this F plus? Uh, I learned that I'm really excited to uh, go check out what Ace Hardware has. <laughs> I related. want to know more about this telenoid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were. Uh, I saw as I was reading uh, something else uh, that there was uh, some pictures of the telenoid uh, going around. Uh, once again, thefpl.us. Uh, we've got, uh, in addition to uh, some other things, we'll have some pictures of the telenoid. Uh, it Including is one slightly doctored by Lou. Yeah, it, is, uh, it is very terrible. There's, there's also, it is... there, there's video. I, I, I yeah. found, th- there's, 
there's video. It looks it's, exactly it's, like that that claymation thing of the guy being like, "Are you looking at my butt? That's okay." Like that weird, you know. <laughs> it's 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 bad. It's a bad it's a bad time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. Yeah, yeah don't, don't put faces on blobs. Just don't do it. <laughs> no, now back to the magnetic table. Yeah. D- yeah. Did you did you see the the theory of the magnetic table is that by inc- being able to d- dynamically change the weight of your utensil m- makes you enjoy the food okay. better. Uh, oh. What? Sorry, one more time? <laughs> what? You need to I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> it says it has been revealed that dynamic changes in the weight of cutleries influence the user's perception and enjoyment of the food. The heavier the weight of the utensil would enhance really? the flavor. In line with that, we present a new multi-sensory dining experience called Magnetic Dining Table and Magnetic Foods. Oh, yeah, so if I sense. just put a spoon onto a kettlebell and then <laughs> my soup It'll will be, be that much better. You'll, well, you'll be appreciate delicious. it more because you put so much more work into getting it into your mouth. Plus, you're pumping mm-hmm. iron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I tend to make my fork heavier by putting spaghetti on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's too lo-fi for you. I don't know. I like the idea of being able to... Uh, I, mean, make, I mean, the magnetic force is so strong... I can't even yeah. pull the utensils yeah. off the table. <laughs> yeah, it's a form of yeah. weight control. Now, yeah, now it's yeah, now it's a workout. Well, it's a workout. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. I think I'm going to go with the kettlebell instead. <laughs> uh, our website is always thefpl.us. Uh, we've got uh, some merch and uh, some pictures of uh, really silly things. Uh, we've got a Twitter account for what it's worth. Uh, probably, and... probably shouldn't. Well, we no, nobody should. Nobody should. Yeah. Nobody should. But you know what? I swear to God, every time I sign into Mastodon, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna. Oh God, this is boring. <laughs> I don't want it to be, uh, but it sure is. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe if you yeah. made your mouse and keyboard really heavy and put them on a magnetic uh-huh. desk, you would appreciate <laughs> oh, tweeting sure. that much. Well, more. just imagine if you put like metal thimbles on your fingers, and then yeah. your table is magnetized, mm-hmm. so the ex- the activity of typing would be so much more pleasurable that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure. I always what I do is I uh, I built a little uh, JavaScript app so that uh, every keystroke there's like a uh, a particle effect, so that it sort of just looks like I'm I'm etching words into stone. Makes me feel very, very powerful and productive. Uh, that's all we got. Uh, have a good, whatever, whatever you're doing. Have a good, have a good. Yep. Whatever off. you're doing, have it good. Go, have it good. Go go signing good. out. Have a second. Have a plus podcast. The robot. Bye. Sex robot. 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 Coming to your town. Sex robot. Sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot. Do you want to get down? Sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot. Oh, I'm just obsessed with this sending smells to people. It just seems like a, like, <laughs> oh man, you gotta smell this. <laughs> well, like presumably yeah, that also that also means growing out with technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it also yeah. it also means like the per the person. The possessor of the phone, it's up to them to, like, restock with smell juice. Right, right. 
So, so just if like, I yeah. if I if I so send you, Boots yeah. fart smell once a day for a year, and then his phone yeah. like ran out of fart smell, he'd be like, "Oh right. shit, I'm running low on ink toner, but ink toner fart smell." And then he had to like go refill. Right. Oh, I'm I'm low on brown. Yeah. Well, so hopefully, 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 the machine itself would have like master smells. You know, oh, like right. Sure. Sort of, you or know, maybe like, you could have like, an umami, like, yeah. you know, the CM, power. whatever the CMYK of uh, <laughs> 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 